0: anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God. The Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, beginning at verse 1. Now, after the Sabbath... Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee and there they will see me. Now while they were going, behold, some of the guard came into the city and reported, reported to the chief priests, all the things that had happened. When they had assembled with the elders and consulted together. They gave a large sum of money to the soldiers saying, tell them his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Verses 1 through 20, all of Matthew chapter 28. Father, we thank you once again for this wonderful account in the gospel of Matthew of the resurrection, your resurrection. Thank you for the wonderful gift of eternal life and health and strength. Thank you for the opportunity for us to know you and to be a part of you and a part of your family. Thank you for the fact that you've called us out of the world and into a new relationship with one another, with you and one another as well. Lord, stir us more and more to be a church that understands the importance of prioritizing the work of carrying out the Great Commission. We're to go into all the world and make disciples. The work of evangelism, the work of discipleship, it's a work that's critical to every believer all over the world. Stir us. Fill us anew with your Holy Spirit. Set us afresh on fire with your Holy Spirit to be about the work of making disciples faithfully, passionately, each and every day. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray, amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we come to praise and lift high your holy name today. We thank you for your kindness, for stooping down to love. People like us, Father, what what a an amazing, surprising thought that you, a holy God, would love us and to be faithful to us throughout eternity. Our great hope is in you today. We lift high your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I would like to share with our listeners today. Today we're looking at the topic, Discipleship Passages and Tools and Part of our goal today is to share with you passages from the Word of God that will encourage you to be faithfully involved in the great work of the Great Commission, going into all the world and making disciples. You know, this is a task, this is a calling upon every believer in all of the world, no matter who we are, what our background, our gifts, our strengths are, all of us have a critically important part to play in the work of the sharing of the gospel and the work of making disciples. So as we... Look at the topic, Discipleship Passages and Tools. We would, we would encourage you to make note of the passages from the Word of God that we read. Hope you'll take time to go back and go over them once again. But also we'll be sharing from articles that we've written in the past that have appeared on the AFA stand. Now keep in mind, when we share articles this way, one of the goals is that you would email us uh, to... Uh, Get the article and have it as a personal reference for you and your personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ because each one is a discipleship tool, but also a tool for you to use in the discipleship of your family as well. But then along with a tool that you can use for yourself in your own family discipleship, our encouragement to you also is that you would forward these and um, email them to family, friends, loved ones, co-workers, saved and unsaved individuals. Remember, Uh, Your computer is a wonderful tool for evangelism and discipleship as well. So we're encouraging you to get them both to use for you and your own family's use, but also to share, to do the work of discipleship by way of email as well. So as we share the titles of the articles, all you need to do is simply email me at joseph at AFR.net. Again, joseph at AFR.net. We're glad to share them with you. We hope that you will ask for them because that's a part of our goal to share them with you So that we can be co-workers along with you In the work of discipleship We invite you to look with us now In the word of God In the book of uh, excuse me Hebrews Hebrews chapter 11 Beginning at verse 1 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen For by it the elders obtain a good testimony By faith we understand that the worlds were framed By the word of God so that the things which are seen were not which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead, still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, and worshipped leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God Than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt For he looked to the reward By faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king For he endured as saying him who is invisible By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood Lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. Imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn into, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Verses 1 through 40, all of Hebrews chapter 11. Father, we thank you for this powerful and blessed passage of Scripture found in the book of Hebrews, found in specifically Hebrews chapter 11. Thank you for the many insights and the wisdom and the counsel you give us teaching us about the importance of walking by faith. You told us time and time again in the Word of God, the just shall live by faith. Lord, help us to grow tremendously in our understanding of the need for us as believers, to grow in our our truths and our insight and understanding of how we're called to live a life of faith. And more and more, help us to be wise enough to remain in the school of faith all of our life and never graduate with this understanding that you've let us know, without faith, it's impossible to please you. And so help us to better understand that knowing how to take and put our faith to work is critical to everything in the Christian life. Help us to be growing daily in our understanding of how to both learn more about faith, how to grow in faith and help us to become much more skillful in putting the weapon of faith to work in our lives each and every day. We thank you. We praise you for that opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As we're looking today at the topic, Discipleship Passages and Tools. We'll be right back. Imagine when that day comes and I find myself. The music of Mercy, me with I Can Only Imagine. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic discipleship passages and tools, and we're sharing passages from the Word of God that will encourage us as disciples and followers of Christ Jesus and disciple makers, but also again, I'll be sharing articles that we hope will be helpful reference tools for you to both email us to get, to use for you and your family, but also to share with others, to forward an email to others, family, friends, saved and unsaved individuals as well. This next article that we're about to share, again, one of the articles that we shared on the AFA stand is entitled Turning on the Switch of Faith. Habakkuk 2, verse 4 tells us the just shall live by faith. And then Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Then 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Again, 1 John 5, 4. There's a very important truth that too many believers have sometimes failed to understand, to grasp. Some of the promises of God are not, quote-unquote, automatic. We as believers and followers of Christ have a part to play. The life of a follower of Christ is not like driving an automatic transmission car. You just get in and drive. It's more like a standard shift or four-speed. You have to know how to put it in gear. It doesn't, quote-unquote, shift by itself. Another analogy would be this one. It's like having electricity in your house but you don't know where the power switches are or how to turn the lights on. It might be fine when things are going well, but what about when darkness falls? The electric power is there, but you need to know how to turn the light switch on to have the benefit of light and power. The Lord tells us in Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So very clearly, knowing how to walk in faith and how to aggressively put your faith to work in life is extremely important. Know also whether we know this also that whether we win or lose in the daily battles of life has much to do with knowing how to use your faith as the weapon that it is. One of the great illustrations of this truth. In the Word of God is found in 1 Samuel chapter 17. David, David, even as a young man, knew how to put his faith to work, and by the grace of God, he used it. He did use it and won a great victory for the kingdom of God and for Israel. Four ways to turn faith to full power. The following are ways we aggressively put our faith to work in our lives. Number one, speak and stand on the Word of God and God's promises daily. Speak the promises of God in his word and stand on them every day of your life. Even if your circumstances seem to contradict what the word of God says, speak and stand on God's word anyway. God loves keeping his word. Number 2, pray the word of God. To pray the word of God is to pray the will of God. Number 3, obey the word of God. God's word says in James chapter 1 verse 22, "But be doers of the word and not here is only, deceiving yourselves. And number four, act on the word of God. In other words, act like you believe. Act like you believe what the word of God says is true. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Daily we are called to aggressively use the weapon of faith, along with the armor God supplies. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Let us be obedient to the challenge and do this. There's much kingdom work to be done, and without us putting our faith, without us putting our faith in our Heavenly Father to work, it's not gonna get done. We must be about our Father's business. Again, the title of that article is Turning on the Switch of Faith. And so we're encouraging you once again to email us if you'd like to get a copy of it. And again, we hope that you'll take it and use it for yourself personally, for you and your family, but also forward and share it with others by way of email. And you're welcome to make hard copies. That's a part of what it's for. So we're encouraging you to do that as well. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And keep in mind, as we mentioned, Remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Lord, more and more, help us to grow tremendously in our understanding of the need for us to make it a high priority, to understand how to put our faith to work, and help us to grow in our understanding of the commitment and the need to have great commitment to stay in the school of faith and never graduate. Help us to daily be growing in our understanding of how to please you as we put our faith to work. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. The next article that we're going to share is an evangelism tool, uh, an evangelism and discipleship tool. It's entitled, A Letter from Heaven, A Letter from Hell. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5 says, But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Again, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. Then Luke chapter 16, verses 27 through 28. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home, for I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. Again, Luke 16, 27 through 28. The following are two letters sent, as if these two young men had the unique opportunity to send a letter back to their living parents after their lives came to an end dear dad and mom it's me jack and i just wanted to share my experience after life ended on earth for me after i took my last breath lying on that hospital bed i felt myself rise up i saw you both as you started to cry i wanted so much to comfort you and tell you that t- tell you that all of a sudden i didn't hurt anymore I wanted to let you know that I felt fine, but as I stood up, I noticed that my body was still lying in the bed and not moving, but I felt great. I was completely healed and well. All of a sudden, two very tall, beautiful angels walked into the room. Each one took me by the arm and whisked me away. We went right through the roof of the hospital, flew at an extremely fast speed into the sky and even through space. And very quickly, we pass through the gates of heaven. Dad and Mom, I wish you both could see this place. It is so beautiful. I don't have words to describe how beautiful it is here in heaven. Everything is so bright and pretty. The streets really are made out of pure gold. The houses and other buildings are stunning to look at. And everyone here is just so happy. The whole place is awesome, bright and glorious. Then very soon, my escorting angels told me, he's coming, he's coming. As I looked, there walking up to me was Jesus. Oh, he was so gloriously beautiful and wonderful to see. He came up and gave me a big embrace. I felt like I was covered with love and grace all of a sudden. I'm so thankful to the Lord for saving me. I'm thankful that I committed my life to the Lord and served him when I was alive. Praise God. Suddenly, I thought to myself, I wish I had told many more people about Jesus and how to be saved. I wouldn't want anyone to miss him or miss living in this wonderful place called heaven. Love in Christ, Jack. Then the next letter. Dear Dad and Mom, it's me, Reg. I wanted to let you know about what happened happened to me after life came to an end for me on earth. After I stopped breathing, I apparently left my body. I tried to talk to the two of you, but you couldn't, you couldn't hear anything I was saying to you. I looked at my bed and saw my lifeless body, although I was standing right there beside both of you. Then all of a sudden, two of the most horrible looking creatures I've ever seen walked through the walls of the room. They were demons. They quickly walked up to me and before I could yell and before I could yell they grabbed me. I yelled and asked you both to please help me. Help me get away from these horrible creatures, but you couldn't hear me at all. They dragged me as I was kicking and screaming at them to let me go, but they wouldn't. They said, "Come with us. You belong to us now." A huge hole appeared out of nowhere in the floor. And they dragged me down into that hole. I cried out, screamed, and yelled as loud as I could, Let me go! And they just laughed at me and kept pulling me down the hole. The hole was a dark tunnel. Dark, so dark. They kept pulling me down, pulling me down. The deeper we went, the hotter it became. Finally, we reached the bottom. I felt like I was being scalded all over my body. I was burning on every inch of my being. The demons grabbed my wrists and clamped chains on them. They then threw me into some kind of cell. It was so hot and the whole place smelled awful, a stench much worse than any I'd ever smelled. I was in unbearable pain and agony from the extreme heat and pain all over my body. I said, please, I don't wanna be here, let me out. The two demons laughed at me and walked away. In the midst of my agony and pain, I looked through the door of my cell and saw many more prison-like cells, almost just like mine, as far as my eyes could see. And I could hear what seemed like thousands of moans and groans and cries of men and women in agony and despair. Their groans and their cries poured from all those cells. Dad and Mom, I'm no longer an atheist. Though I was an atheist most of my adult life on earth, I now believe in God. I believe in God and heaven and hell and all those things preachers used to talk about in church and on TV. I used to make fun of preachers, laugh at them, and call them ignorant fools. Now I realize they were right. Every one of them as they preached the Bible. And I wish that now I had just one more day to be alive. One more day to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. If I had only one more day, I would listen to the gospel and I'd run to give my life to Christ but, but now, for me, it's just too late. Dad and Mom, please tell all my brothers and sisters, cousins and others, tell all my friends, give your lives to Jesus Christ today. Don't wait another day. This place is so terrible. It's, terrible. it's just so awful. Don't come here. Get saved. Don't make the mistake I made. Give your life to Christ today. Don't come down here. Your son, Reg. If you desire to come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and spend eternity in heaven with him and avoid spending eternity in hell, you can. In order to make that step, we invite you to pray this or a similar prayer and invite Christ into your heart and commit your life to him. A prayer of salvation that you're welcome to pray now. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I recognize that I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. I repent of all my sins. Forgive me of all the wrongs I've done. I do believe you died on the cross to pay for my sins. And I believe that three days later you rose from the dead so that I could be saved. Thank you, Lord, for loving me enough to die for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Become my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. You said in your word that whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord Jesus, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, the title of that article was A Letter from Heaven, A Letter from Hell. If you'd like to get a copy, simply email us. Joseph at AFR.net. We'd be glad to share a copy with you. Again, Joseph at AFR.net. We're looking at the topic today, Discipleship Passages and Tools. We'll be right back. Our Father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name Thy kingdom come Thy will be done Music from the Walls Group, The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. I'd like to remind our listening audience once again, this week we've been in the midst of our uh, campaign in which American Family Radio partners with the wonderful ministry, national ministry called Preborn. And we're working together to help provide free ultrasounds for women encouraging them to choose life for their babies. Keep in mind, abortion is the leading cause of death in the U.S. and in the world. Over 860,000 abortions have been performed in the U.S. annually, and over 63 million babies, have been tra- their lives have been tragically taken since Roe v. Wade in 1973. And tragically, with the abortion pill uh, now being sadly popular, it accounts for over 50% of all abortions in our culture today. It's important for we, the church, to be involved with the work of standing for life and against abortion passionately in our culture today. Again, there's a wonderful ministry called Preborn, and we, along with American Family Radio, are asking you to partner with us to help moms choose life. Preborn supports hundreds of Christian pregnancy clinics across our nation, providing free life-saving services such as free ultrasounds, Amongst other things. And the Ministry of Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood, and Preborn is the largest provider of free ultrasounds in our nation. If you'd like to get involved with helping to support this great work, your gift of $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound, giving her the chance and the opportunity to choose life for her and her baby. $140 provides five free ultrasound sessions reaching five women with the message of life. We're inviting you to get involved. If you'd like to uh, make a commitment, a a pledge to help financially to do this great work, simply call to make a pledge. Call this number 1-877-616-2396. Again, that's 1-877-616-2396. Or donate online going to afr.net. Again, that's going to afr.net. Hope that you will get involved this, with this great work supporting the wonderful ministry of preborn. Once again, the number 1 616 2396. Again, 1 877 616 2396. Or you can donate online, online going to afr.net. Again, that's afr.net. We hope that you will. Get involved. We're looking today specifically at the topic of discipleship passages and tools. And again, as we share the articles that we share, as we've mentioned, we're hoping you'll email us to get copies for you to use personally in your own life and to use as discipleship tools with you and your family, but also as discipleship and evangelism tools you can afford by way of email to others make hard copies of. We're glad to share them with you. This next article is entitled, The Building Blocks of Discipleship, Being a Pro. Again, the title, The Building Blocks of Discipleship, Being a Pro. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20 tell us, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Again, Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. One of the great, exciting, and critical works the church is called to specifically in the, is the Great Commission, and it involves the work of every believer within the church. It's the work of making disciples. This important calling is directed to every believer in all the world. It's clearly one of the highest priorities of the church in all of life. What is a disciple? A disciple is a learner and follower of Christ. Actually, there are many other ways to explain and define what a disciple is, but this phrase is very accurate and to the point. Each one of us is called to be a disciple. We each called to make disciples. Obviously, the first person you disciple after you are born again is yourself. As you journey on the road of life as a follower of Christ, our disciple-making definitely needs to start with, quote-unquote, me. How can you or I help others learn to follow Christ if we're not living a life of following Christ ourselves? So I need to start with myself. Understand clearly clearly that the work of discipleship involves both evangelism, the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then helping believers to grow up in their faith as well. Evangelism is where discipleship starts. And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Acts chapter 16, verse 31. John 3.16 tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Again, John 3.16. So what does the work of disciple making consist of? What are the quote-unquote building blocks of discipleship? You could say that the essence of being a disciple can be summed up in the three letters of the word pro, P-R-O. P refers to prayer. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Pray without ceasing. Building a strong, daily, consistent prayer life is, a, is very important for all believers. R of the word pro refers to reading and meditating on the Word of God. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Every believer is called to be a student of the word of God. A good habit to start in your life is to start reading at least three chapters in the word of God every single day. It could be the same chapter read three times over and meditate on, meditated on, or it might be three different chapters. The parents and parents are wise to have each of their children to read three chapters out loud to them every day. And then O of the word pro refers to obedience. James 1.22 tells us, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. James 1.22. We are called to learn the word of God in order to obey it and live it. Truth is always meant to be applied. One could basically basically sum up the life of a disciple with these three basic aspects of a believer's life. Every area of our lives as followers of Christ could fall into one of these three areas. Again, uh, once again, referring to the word pro, P referring to our prayer life, R referring to our life of reading and meditating on the Word of God, O referring referring to our obedience, our obeying God's Word and doing what it says. May we each seek to be committed to adding these quote-unquote building blocks of faith to our lives as followers of Christ. There are many things and tasks in our lives that we as believers can busy ourselves doing. Yet the reality is that many things some believers do can be quite a waste of time. There are many ways to spend our lives. There, there are many ways to spend our lives that, in the economy of life and time, many of those things about, amount basically to nothing. But when we hear the Word of God and obey it, we step into the eternal purposes of God. God's word clearly tells us, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. The great work of being a disciple of Christ and making disciples produces fruit that is eternal. It's extremely important that we as believers make seeking God ourselves a top priority. Encouraging others in their faith is crucial as well. So daily, Let's redeem the time. Let's not waste our time. Wasted time is wasted life. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil, Ephesians 5.16. Let's make it a goal to be very clear about what some of the basic building blocks of discipleship are as we carry out this important calling. Know, too, that without question, there needs to be an urgency about the work of making disciples. Every day, many people are leaving this world in death, and too many have left without knowing Christ. As each has received a gift, let him, excuse me, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. That's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Let's faithfully be about our Father's business now, today, and every day. Every day is important every day counts again the topic the title of that article is the building blocks of discipleship being a pro again the building blocks of discipleship being a pro once again if you'd like to get a copy of any of the articles we've mentioned we're glad to share them with you my email once again is joseph at afr.net again that's joseph at afr.net And let me just share again the titles, once again, of the articles, the three articles that we shared. The first article was entitled, Turning on the Switch of Faith. The second one was entitled, A Letter from Heaven, A Letter from Hell. And then the final article is entitled, The Building Blocks of Discipleship, Being a Pro. Now, again, these are articles that appeared, that I had the privilege of writing, and they appeared on the AFA stand but if you just simply email me at, at net, we'll be glad to share them with you. And our ongoing encouragement is that you'll use them in your life personally, that you'll use them also in the work of discipling your family, but also that you'll forward them and share them by way of email with others, with saved and unsaved individuals that you know, co coworkers, uh, fellow church members, people you know, relatives, family, because, again, remember, The key use for the Internet is to be for the work of the kingdom of God. It's to be a tool to use serving the Lord. So keep that in mind. In fact, the key use that we're to use everything for is to serve the Lord with it. So I hope that you'll do that. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful opportunity, the joy that you give us of being involved in the wonderful and the great work of evangelism and discipleship. Lord, help us to grow an understanding of the, the call upon our lives to be faithful to carry out this work. Father, touch us, fill us anew with your Holy Spirit of evangelism and discipleship. Help us to grow an understanding of the fact that it's not to be seen as a burden, but it's a joy, a privilege, an honor, an opportunity to be co-workers with you and your Holy Spirit, to be cooperating with your Holy Spirit, to be used by you to help draw people off the road to hell, onto the road to eternity, to spend all eternity with you in heaven. Help us to grow, Father, in our understanding of what a wonderful place heaven really is, a great place to look forward to be, and help us, Lord, to recognize, Lord, that the more we grow and mature and the more heavenly mighty we become, the more fruitful we are as followers of Christ and disciples of Christ in this world. We thank you and we praise you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today, and you've never made the step of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day, a great day to make that step. Would you make that step and commit your life to the Lord? Or if you sense a need to recommit your heart to the Lord, we would invite you to make that step, simply praying this prayer from your heart and inviting Christ to come into your heart today. Would you pray this prayer with us even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess. Lord, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, by faith, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things. I've done Lord Jesus, come into my heart be the Lord and Savior of my life make me the person you would have me to be. you said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord I'm calling on your name. Lord save me, fill me with your spirit help me to live the rest of my life for you Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. We definitely want to share with you some literature and some resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong and mature in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to hear from you once again that email is joseph at afr.net and once again if you are wanting to get copies of any of the articles that we shared the titles of the three articles again are the first article turning on the switch of faith the second article is entitled a letter from heaven a letter from hell and the third article is entitled the building blocks of discipleship being a pro and we're glad to share them with you please email us to get one or copies of all of them Again, we definitely hope that you'll take and use them for you and your family and share them, forward them to others so we can all be working together to do the work of building God's kingdom. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.